it is day two, season three. And we're yeah. talking about promises of God. Audience, if you joined us, welcome back. And thank you for joining us today. We're on the subject of the promises of God. And we're specifically um, taking context from this quarter's devotional. And we're focusing on what God promises for the next four weeks. And if you're not aware, the format has changed where we're doing Monday, Wednesday, and Friday recording. And today is Wednesday, at least for us. So that means there'll be one more recording uploaded for this week. Just to bring you up to speed if you're not, you're just joining. So like I said, we're focusing for the next four weeks on what God promises. And we've started our um, discussion on Monday, which was day one, talking about um, the, sal- the gift of salvation, which God promises us. And we first went over why there was a need for salvation. So we talked about Adam and Eve and how man fell. And today we're actually going to be focusing in on where the it's stated in the word, the promise given to us. Um, am I correct, Audrey? We're looking at um, actually John chapter 3, verse 16. Is it 16 or we're doing um, 15 through 17 today? Yes, we're doing 15 through 17 today. Okay, we're doing 15 through 17. But the... The devotional. Yeah, the devotional um, references John chapter 3 and 4. Those Mm -hmm. chapters. So we advise to get the full context that you read the entire chapters of John 3 and 4. All right? Mm -hmm. So we're just going to go ahead and get started by um, just praying. And we're just, Father, we're just so grateful for those that have joined in to um, listen to, not us, but to listen to your word today, to listen to what the spirit of the Lord has to say concerning the promises that you've given to each and every one of us, specifically the promise of salvation. And Lord, we're just so grateful for the gift of salvation that is offered to all of us and we pray that those that don't know that this gift is available to them will come to the understanding and the the knowledge that there is a gift that is offered to them and they will lay hold of this gift and accept this gift of salvation and we're thank you we're thankful father for all those that are listening from whatever part of the world that they're in and that there is something that is taken away from what we share with them today through your word, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So we're just looking at John 15, as we said, through 17. And I'm going to read to you the message version. And it says, you know, the message is kind of funny, so I have to pick up because it'll it'll lump a couple verses yeah. together. <laughs> so it's, says 
in the same way that Moses lifted, okay, and that's probably where I don't need, but it's all together, so I have to read that. So it says, in the same way that Moses lifted the serpent in the desert so people could have something to see and then believe, it is necessary for the Son of Man to be lifted up. And everyone who looks up to him, trusting and expectant, will gain a real life, eternal life. This is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why, so that no one need be destroyed by believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. Hmm. So, believe in Jesus, you can have a whole and lasting life. Jesus was offered as a sacrifice for us. As we discussed on day one, we went over how Adam and Eve, um, they fell because they were disobedient. They yielded to their flesh, to the satisfaction of their flesh. They um, gave into a sin nature. And that fell on all men. But here it is, Jesus came and he sacrificed himself so that we can have salvation, so that we would not be destroyed, so that we can have that eternal life. That eternal life which is is um, offered to us means that when we leave this life, we have a seat in heaven with the Father. And that's the gift of salvation that has been offered to us. And we're going to go ahead and do um, the backdrop. I don't know if you wanted to pick it up, Audrey, because we were discussing, I was saying that we need to go back to the beginning of chapter three. And this is why we tell the audience to read the entire chapters. So when chapter three begins, there's a Pharisee, it says, named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, now he's a Pharisee and he's coming to Jesus. And Jesus had already had a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> he was already um, being talked about and and um, <laughs> they, were ready, they were ready, they were already um, ready to lynch him because they were like, you know, you know he, he hasn't been taught. He's not, <laughs> he's like us. Who is he to be teaching these things and going around and doing all this stuff and baptizing? Who is he? So, <laughs> already made a name for himself but here it is that this particular pharisee comes to sneaks away and comes to jesus but he calls him rabbi he calls him teacher mm. so clearly there was something in his heart that told him that look this man is he may not have been been taught you know the, the traditional way that i have been taught but he has learned of god he knows something that i don't know mm-hmm and he says, we know that you are a teacher come from God. Hmm. For mm. no one can do the signs that you do unless God is with him. And he says in verse three, Jesus, and it says in verse three, Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And in verse four, the Pharisees, Nicodemus answers him and he said, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? 
And Jesus mm -hmm. answers him and says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. I'll leave it right there. So this came as, as kind of confusing to this, this Pharisees. How am I going to enter my mother's womb? I'm a big grown man. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't be born again. I'm already here. <laughs> the big question is: Is his mom still here? Thank you. <laughs> Can you imagine him going to his mother in her older age now? And mom, I need to go back in. Excuse me. <laughs> But we make light of that. But in all seriousness, he did not get it. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus spoke in, in many parables, but he, he didn't get it. Mm. Jesus was talking about um, water baptism. He was talking about accept, accepting him as Lord and Savior. Mm. And he was talking about receiving the spirit of, of Christ within you. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't understand that. I don't even know if he if he did understand it at, at any point. Because he kept asking questions all the way down to verse 9. You can see him continuing to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Just bewildered and confounded. He could not understand what Jesus was trying to tell him. Go ahead, Audrey. The thing about a Pharisee is too. A Pharisee is someone who has studied the Torah. Uh-huh. So he knew in part that they were expecting a Messiah, you know, mm -hmm. but at the same time, because of his rep Jesus's reputation, it was hard for him. And I think that's why he came at night, because like you said, something on the inside of him was mm -hmm. saying, this may be the Messiah. Mm. But then if you listen to all the naysayers, and your reputation is at stake. And a lot of times I think that's why many of us do not readily accept the gift of salvation. Mm. Because we can be with a group of friends and they don't have to be rich or whatever. It doesn't even matter. It's just a group of friends. Maybe going to the club, hanging out together, drinking, whatever it is. And now you're going to say, mm, this word is penetrating my heart. And I want to turn to Christ. But we are afraid to be ridiculed. We are afraid to take that big step. You know, just to surrender and say, you know what? I need you, Jesus. So because of that, what will happen is sometimes we do it, like, can I say, in the night? It's our hidden secret. And we do not even want to share with those that we are familiar with about the goodness of this gift it's easier for us to go elsewhere to be with another group of friends where we feel comfortable sharing because we're of like faith when in truth and in fact we need to be the light that will shine that gift in the darkness of where we were and we mentioned john 4 as a as for a read and it and we're saying even though we're on just for three days, there are scriptures that are given and we're even referencing to that we're asking everyone, go ahead and read on the days that we're not on the podcast. It's imperative 
Yes. Because when you go over until John 4, and I'm going to just give a sneak peek, because a lot of times people think everything that's happening now is just present day stuff. No. There's nothing new under the sun. Okay? John 4 headlines read, Woman with many men. And that's my book, my chapter. Find the man. Okay? She found eternal life. This lady had more men than many of us would ever dream of. You know? And even the one she was with, she was married to. But mm. she had an encounter with Jesus. And he told her all about herself, not in a condemning way, but in a way in which she saw, you know what, I can have this eternal life that we're talking about through Jesus. And she left her past and went and tell everybody. She went to share the good news the gift that she had just received right there at the well. So she ran and told everybody, come and see a man. Hmm. And that's what we're saying. When you have encountered the gift of salvation, you do want to share. You do want to share with others. It doesn't matter how much they ridiculed you in your past. They look down at you. You want to share. You don't have to keep it as a secret. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night because he did not want everyone else to see because he was trying to save his reputation then because Jesus didn't have one. So once you go to him, they're going to be maybe throw him out of the um, the frat group, you know, and he didn't want that. He wanted to maintain his status, so to speak. But then he went to Jesus and that's why Jesus told him, you have to be born again. You have to change your mindset. You have to change your mindset. Mm-hmm. You cannot have an encounter with Jesus and be the same. Exactly. That change you from the inside out. And, and these two people that we're talking about, Nicodemus and the woman at the well, they their mindset got changed because I think it's in um, further down where he literally made a change. Hmm. You know, because now, as you said, he came by night, but then then he's given the, 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 the gift and he is now told it confirmed what he believed in the first place. Hmm. It does, even though he may have had questions because yes. he didn't understand the how. Yes. Or maybe even the why. But then Jesus told him, you have to be born again. And then he said this. Those that are born of flesh is flesh. Those that are born of the spirit, spirit. So all of us have to be born of the spirit of the spirit of God to enter the kingdom of God. Mm. That's the difference. And that's why he made reference to it. Because when you're born as a baby, you grow, right? Different stages. Widows don't born today. I'm bomb with 21 tomorrow morning. I can go do whatever I want to do. No, we go through all the stages. And that's the same thing where we are born again in the kingdom of God. It's a stage. It's a process. We did a whole thing about processing. It's a process. 
And when we are processed little by little, we grow in the things of God. Even <laughs> if we stumble and fall as the baby, the natural baby, guess what? Get up, dust yourself off, keep going. Don't walk away from God and say, you know what? I can't do this. That's you right. never see a baby fall and sit there until they're 21 and don't move. Their, their intent, even if they're crying, they're finding a way to get up. That's right. Because they want to move again. You know? And um, we got to remember that this gift must be shared. The gift of salvation must be shared. And we're the ones who have to tell others the good news that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yes. He is Lord. We can't keep it all to ourselves. We mm -mm. must. Got to tell others. Got to tell others. You know? Wow. Got to tell others, Michelle. We got to share. We got to share. Because, you know, um, it's been freely given to us. So we yeah. have to freely give it to others. I mean, we 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 have Bibles. You and I, we have Bibles. But there are some who, who don't even own a Bible. They don't even know what the Word of God is. So we have mm -hmm. to share with them this promise that is available to them as well. This promise mm -hmm. of, sin, of, of the gift of salvation. God's promise to all of us. And you know what I love about John 3, 16? And I think many of us from... Many of us are privileged. Let me use that word. Because like you said, not everyone has a Bible. Mm -hmm. But many of us are privileged to have known this scripture from we were maybe less than five years old. For God so loved the world. And we tend to believe the world is for those that are saved and, you know, saying Jesus. But can I remind you, here it says, he so loved the world. That means everyone that's in this world, I don't care how mean they are. I don't care what they have done. I don't care how they are presently living. God so loves you. He loves us all. Can we understand his love has nothing to do with any of us. He so loved us. Yes. He's not going to love us. <laughs> It's not he will love us. He loved us. That he gave his one and only son. That whosoever, whoever, if you're hearing this podcast right now and you haven't said yes to Jesus, you're one of the whosoever. I don't care what you have done, what you're presently doing. It's not my word. It's his word. That's and you right. may not have a Bible to look at it. But if you have Google, Google John 3, 16 and read for yourself. And instead of putting whosoever, put your name. Yes. My name is Mary. My name is John Michelle Audrey. That whosoever, that if Audrey believe in him, who is him? In Jesus. I will not perish, but have everlasting life. Life is beyond here. Where we're going, we're going to be living forever. That's what everlasting means. There's no end. Hmm. There is no end. Yeah. 
So we have to make that choice. It's a choice that we have to make. Do we want to hold on to a ticket that's going to take us to somewhere worse than what we're experiencing here? Or do we want to have everlasting life with Jesus? It's our choice. Yes, it is. And I pray you make the right choice today. As we said, if you don't know Jesus, you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, I pray you make the, the choice and the decision to choose him because we want to see you in heaven. <laughs> yep. And this has been a good word today. I I really enjoyed this. And again, read John chapter 3 and John chapter 4. Yeah. Just be determined to see it with new eyes, even if you've gone through it already. And you definitely will see it with new eyes. This is the promise that God has given to us. And we're going to continue discussing this um, promise on Friday for day three. So that is what we're going to leave you with for today. And audience, thank you so much for joining us on today. We'll be back for day three, where we're going to look at the promises of God and get healing through the word. So be blessed, everyone. Shalom.